Hello, welcome to another episode of Church Technology. And this week, I'm going to kind of extend where we left off with the digital soundboard. And uh, I had some, actually quite a few uh, emails and conversations back and forth with people uh, asking all kinds of uh, interesting questions that uh, I actually didn't cover in great detail. So I'm going to cover a little bit right now, but then I'm going to show you some videos. So um, a lot of the questions were around setup and how do you on digital boards, do you use scenes for all these different things? And um, and uh, I can answer a couple of those questions and I'm going to show you a setup for a concert. So we, we do a concert once every couple of months. And in this particular one, we did 17 songs. So it's like an hour and a half long concert. Uh, but I actually recorded the setup process, the practice, and, and, uh, and then actually the real concert as well. So the, I have a couple videos. One of them is like uh, eight minutes, and one one's like 10 minutes. And then the last one is like 18 minutes, but it's all fast forward. So it's 600 times the speed of what actually happened because we actually started at one o'clock for a concert. I started at seven o'clock uh, and doing the setup and everything. So, and I didn't record everything, but I recorded the general process and me going through. So I'm going to explain as, as this video goes on. So to answer a couple of the questions that I've gotten, do we use scenes? Yes, we use scenes on the digital boards. Uh, we typically only use it on one of the two boards that we have, um, and it depends on who's singing. So what we do differently is if a different lead singer is coming up for a song, we will change people's pans. We give different effects depending on if they're leading or not leading, uh, and we will save those. So we typically have a scene for each lead singer. Uh, in the case of the concert, we actually had a scene for every song, and the reason for that is um, some we had a total of seven different singers in you know, one lead, typically uh, three backup, and then three to four backup. And the other ones weren't singing, but they were still on stage. So we were changing panning effects and everything for every single song because there are different numbers of people doing different things and moving around. And rather than try to do that live, it was just easier to, to do it as a scene. And that's what you'll see in the first video is me going through recording the scenes. Uh, and you'll see my wife there also telling me, because she's our vocal director, and she goes through and tells me uh, who's singing, uh, who should be panned, who's singing what parts, so we determine who gets panned where, and all that based on um, what parts are singing. And then uh, also in the first video, you'll see another lady sitting behind me uh, working on the computer, and she is actually running the panels, which you won't really see until the second video because the first video is just a, a wide angle of us setting up everything. You'll notice that we have uh, two boards there. We run two X32 boards. The left board's all banned. Um, 30 of the 32 channels are used, and we occasionally do use all 32 of them, but it's pretty rare, um, but we typically use 30. And the, the first layer is drums, and I typically sit on the second layer, which is uh, everything but the drums. And I get the drums set up, and I put them into a, uh, a DCA, and then I'll, I just adjust the DCA as needed. Occasionally, you see me jump over there and, and make changes and stuff like that. So, um, And then the right board is all the microphones, wireless microphones, plus the CD player, the DVD player, which we didn't use for this. It's typically used for funerals and things like that. And then um, we also have audio from ProPresenter, uh, which we didn't really use for this. We use ProPresenter a lot, but we didn't use any audio from ProPresenter for this one. And the second layer is the first eight channels are the linkage between the two boards. It's how we get everything linked uh, between the two boards. And the last eight channels are ambience that we record, uh, the ambience that go to um, the in-ears of the people on stage and also records the CD um, is a track on the CD. Plus there's uh, talk back to the stage and... Uh, talk back to pro presenter people, all these different other things are on the layer. I hardly ever go to that layer, so uh, in this process. So, anyways, uh, we're going to watch this first video and I'll come back and I'll explain uh, a few more things as well.
Okay, so a couple other things that I noticed in that video that I want to make sure that I mention is you see a couple monitors there and you see uh, one of them that I was touching. It is a touchscreen monitor and it's basically the X32 edit program. Uh, it just allows me to bring up and watch all the meters at once while no matter what I have on the console itself. Uh, and we used to have two of those up there to do the exact same thing and uh, on both sides. And it just as a way of uh, extra viewing uh, so if I'm somewhere else in the console on the screen, I still get to see both layers of meters. And if somebody's clipping or uh, being overcompressed, it's all on that one screen. You see me touching it. It is a touchscreen, and we do use it as a touchscreen. We used to use it a lot to do playback of audio, but we no longer do that. Um, in fact, you'll see in the next video or two videos down that I'm actually using my iPad to play play music and stuff uh, for background music. So anyways, um, the other monitor is uh, our... Uh, pro presenter. So um, the lady that's sitting next to me in this past video is controlling the panels, which you'll see in the next video. You didn't see them in this video, but you'll see them in the next video. Panels above the stage. She's controlling the moving images on those. And then we have two iMag screens on the right, but for the concert, we didn't use iMag. We used just uh, moving images and words instead of iMag. And the person who controls that is back in a back room with the video switcher and the video team. Uh, in a whole different room back behind stage. So so we can see what she's doing. We have her feed up in the up in the audio booth and we can see where she's going. Helps me as an audio person know that uh, they're coming up on the end of the song, uh, things like that. It also helps the lighting operator know what, what verse or course they're in, things like that. Uh, so it just it's just something we have feedback for. That's the other thing you see them scrolling and, and that's what that is, is all the words of the songs and any uh anything else so that's the other screen you see there and then there's normally a third screen which is again it's not there right now it's just for the other board and then the person running the uh, panels is not always there and then the person next to her who wasn't there for this concert is our director our tech director and we didn't have one for this for the concert we generally don't we're very loose on our on the concerts are more of a fun thing and we don't you know have a uh, somebody calling shots or anything like that uh, for the director's position and then the lighting operator is the last person there. And he was in towards the end of this video. And you'll see him a lot more in the next videos as well. So, and then in the back, our video people, we have uh, a video switcher and a video director. And then the pro presenter person that runs in the back. So that's why we have those screens out front. So we can see also, it's kind of hard to tell on this video, but there's other screens there, um, five inch, seven inch screens, whatever, that we can see different camera shots and, and previews and stuff like that. So that the uh, director calling the whole uh, thing can see what's going on. In the video world as well so that was that one so the next one is going to be um more of a run through like this is the band practicing you'll see us messing with lights making some changes and things like that you get to see the panels for the first time that i was talking about and i actually did a split screen so you can see what i'm doing and you can see what's going on on stage and uh it's a little dark when the lights start getting into where they belong so it's a little bit harder to see what's going on back back in our area, but you get a, a pretty good idea. And again, it's a 600 times the speed. So there's no audio with these because it would just be Mickey Mouse speed type sounds. So let's watch the second video and we'll come back and then we'll finish up.
All right, so that was just part of the practice. We actually started at 1 p.m. When you first saw me setting up things uh, through the scenes, um, you um, saw me at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We were going through this practice area um, that I recorded. It was probably 3 or 4 in the afternoon, something like that. And what you see me doing is going through each scene as they're practicing the song, and I'm making changes to it because I just did a real high-level scene creation. I knew who was singing, who should be panned, but then I made other adjustments on who's, you know, to get the volumes close and things like that as well. And then also just verify everything was was okay, and then I saved a scene again uh, to make sure that it was was good for the actual uh, actual. Uh, program. Typically, we do a practice, a run through, and then the real program every Sunday morning. And this being 17 songs and so many things, so many songs, we, uh, you know, typically it's a Sunday's a four or five song. Uh, because of being 17 and so many people, we didn't never did a run through because it would take us an hour and a half to do the run through. Um, we just went right, we just did practice, and that was it. And like I said, this is not a very structured event, so it's more of a fun thing for the band and for the people coming and for everybody. So we don't don't structure it. So the next video is actually a little longer. It's 18 minutes. It's the entire concert. And if you don't want to watch it, I understand because uh, there is no audio. Uh, but you can kind of see what happens in the in the real thing if you really want to watch it. But because I don't expect you to stay the whole way to the end, I'm actually going to do some cleanup and finalize some things right now. And then we'll, we'll let you go. And if you want to watch it, you can watch it. And if not, that's perfectly fine as well. So uh, a few things. Uh, the Church Technology Show is recorded every Monday night at 7 p.m. And if you uh, go to facebook.com slash techzentv and you like the page there, that is our fan page for the whole entire TV network. And we'd love for you to go out there and like it. Uh, you can get updates on new shows, uh, changes in shows, all kinds of stuff um, out there by following us on Facebook. And if you want to watch other other shows and you're big on YouTube and you want to subscribe to us on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash tech zen tv and you can see all of our shows things are separated out there by playlists so if you have a particular show you're interested in you can just follow that one that one show on youtube of course all of our show notes and all of our other shows and all that is all at tech-zen.tv definitely go out and uh, check it out and check out some of our other shows we definitely would uh, like that spread the word around about all of our shows if you know somebody be interested in church technology you know let them know and uh, we would like you to guide us where you want us to go what kind of questions do you have what do you want us to talk about uh, we'd love to get involved uh, with you directly and personally. You can come and watch us live, like I said, at 7 p.m. We have a chat room. You can come log into uh, and you know, interact with us. You can send us email at any time. We'd love the feedback for email. In fact, I got a lot of email from the digital board type questions, um, and that's where some of this came from tonight and decided to record the concert setup. So, all right, that's pretty much it for this week. Like I said, I'm going to play the actual concert itself in 600 times speed, so very fast, uh, right after this. Uh, but if you don't want to hang out, then you don't feel like you have to. But if you're curious what, what it's kind of like, you can watch a minute or two of it and get a, a pretty good idea of what we did during the concert. All right, we'll see you all next week.
For show notes for this show, contacts, and more, go to the techzen.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter, and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techzen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.
For show notes for this show, contacts, and more, go to the techzen.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter, and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techzen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.